Stewart lay panning behind the garage in the backyard of an older house in the Cheshire Bridge section of Atlanta. He tried to listen to the street sounds over the wheezing of his over-labored breathing for sounds of pursuit. Crimey, he thought to himself. I've done more running and ducking and dodging in the last month than I ever did as a schoolboy in London. His breathing slowed, and he carefully peeked around the end of the old wooden garage towards the street. No sign of those blighters that had started to chase him. How quick can walking down the street and minding his own business turn into a race for your life over some stupidity by the lawless ones, he thought to himself, reflecting on how often it had happened over the last few weeks. The lawless ones was a name Stewart had personally chosen or coined for the groups or gangs of juvenile thugs that plagued his existence since he had come up off the interstate when he, like thousands of others, was stranded. It was bad enough that technology had failed from the solar storm that had taken the grids and the technology away from the world and his normal existence, but these vicious teenagers were worse to deal with than the adults who challenged him. Stewart thought back to himself about the incident that had created the rivulets of sweat running off his body and brow, and despite his totally winded state, he grinned with some satisfaction to himself that he had once again eluded the dark side of humanity that seemed sworn to do him in. Poor Stewart had been trying for days to work his way back towards the interstate and out of the city, after he had so foolishly tried to seek refuge at the World Trade Center and not knowing the city had run afoul of the lowlifes and criminally misguided kids that seemed to inhabit the neighborhoods on the outskirts and downtown areas of the city. He thought to himself that London had many neighborhoods that were just as deadly for the unwary to traverse, but he knew to stay out of such realms. Here in America was different. Crimey. He didn't even understand what some folks were jabbering about before they tried to take his meager possessions or do him bodily harm. After all, all he was doing was walking down the street when those three young blokes come out of the alley and asked what he had in his little wicker picnic basket. He had answered them nice enough before one started to circle in back of him and another tried to reach for his tea satchel. My lord, I am glad I had that Tommy knocker hidden and handy in my sling pack or things could have gone very bloody wrong in a hurry, Stuart reflected. The large sixteen-year-old or so boy that had made a grab for his basket and tried to pull it away from him like he was snatching a purse got the full crack of his stick on his wrist and had let go immediately while howling. The younger one, trying to sneak in behind him to trip him up possibly, got a whack to the knee before Stuart started sprinting away. I hope I broke their bloody joints, Stuart muttered to himself while calming down at the lack of sounds or visual evidence anyone decided to carry on their robbery attempt or seek revenge. Damn lucky, damn lucky indeed. Those boys were not armed, or there were more of them, or they would have beat me like a drum, Stuart considered. Stuart was pretty much looking the worse for wear, and exhaustion by now, as the events of the last few weeks had drained what little energy and fortitude the fifty-seven-year-old man had. What with the constant danger and the lack of food and water, his ability to even forage for the necessities of life was dwindling, as his physical health was failing from the ordeal, as well as his age. They're not going to plant me in the churchyard just yet, Stuart said to himself, with some resolve and studied his surroundings. 
He was happy he had run into a couple friendly strangers on the interstate after his car had broken down from that horrible solar storm that had stranded hundreds of millions of people when it fried all the electrical circuitry in the vehicles. He had been using the innate street smarts he had learned growing up in London to get by, but he was forever grateful a man called Dave had taken the time to teach him a few survival tricks to get by in a land without water or food. David said the term for what he had learned or was trying to do was to be a rural ranger, but damned if a lot of it didn't apply, and he wished David taught him to be a city survivor instead. I bet that portable man-mountain bodyguard he had with him knew a trick or two for the city dwellers, but he had sense enough to get out of the wasteland this place is now with Dave, Stuart mused to himself, while dusting himself off and looking over to the next neighbor's backyard in order to cross it and hopefully trick or evade his possible pursuers further. 